What's up, friends? Welcome to The Beautiful Mess, where we talk about tools and tactics to improve your life. I'm your host, Paul Dittis, a content creator, YouTuber, and podcaster. Super excited to talk to you today. And in fact, I just want to thank you for listening in to The Beautiful Mess and being part of the Messy Fam. Uh, This show wouldn't be what it is without you. We just reached a thousand downloads and that's huge. That's not including all the plays and watches uh, that we have on YouTube, Facebook, and all the other places. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in. And that's a thousand downloads from 29 different countries. Um, so thank you all, wherever you are in the world, for listening in. I super appreciate it. Um, it it's been a, a great time, and I really enjoy having you on this podcast. Um, if you wouldn't mind, do me a big favor. I believe that if the stats are right, half of you are listening to this podcast right now on Apple. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, uh, do me a favor and leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It doesn't take long. You can just hit the like whatever rating you feel like um, you want to give. Um, do that. Get, leave a, a little review if you want to leave some words. Love to read it. Um, and then 11% of you are on Spotify and Spotify recently added a rating feature. So if you want to do that, go to Spotify. Uh, I think it's maybe right now just on the mobile app. You can go on there, put in, um, the rating for there. So would love to get your input. And, uh, if you want to talk, go to YouTube. I'd love to chat with you there. Anywho's, um, the question I have for you today is whether or not we should be buying coffee. Like, but hear me out. I'm a lover of coffee. I love coffee all the time. However, what about that special coffee that, you you know, you go to a place, you go to the coffee shop and you just like, mm, it's so good. Um, but, 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 but it sometimes hurts the wallet. It does. It, uh, you know, it adds up after a while. If, if you make a habit of going to the coffee shop every single day. And so today I thought we'd talk about finances and, uh, you know, I want to put a disclaimer out there right away. I'm not a financial advisor. I have no certification or plaques. However, I have read plenty of books in the field and I've also um, researched a ton. I'm a a big fan of, you know, looking up this stuff on YouTube, reading plenty of articles. So I've, I've done my due diligence. And so I'm happy to share what I've learned Um, and maybe you have some input that could further along this, uh, conversation. So if you do feel free to drop a comment on YouTube or wherever, uh, you can do so, or send me a message. Love to hear from you. Um, you can reach me at Paul Dittis on the various social platforms, or, uh, you can go to my website, pauldittis.com. Uh, so anyways, yeah, like, should we be buying expensive coffee? Are there you know, or should you be very frugal about your money? And I used to be in a very like frugal mindset where basically I would have to justify spending, um, nearly anything. Like I, I, I was that kind of person that would give everything, every dollar a job. And I still, uh, believe that's the right way to do things. However, with a little bit of a caveat, I think I was applying it too, um, I don't know, a little bit too harshly, 
like, you know, when you take something to too much of an extreme where, um, you know, it, it just isn't really giving you life and joy. It's just like you're doing it just because, I don't know, someone told you to. Uh, and so I think taking ownership of your finances is very important uh, for a bunch of reasons. However, I think you have to do it in the right mindset so that you don't end up, you know, hating yourself for doing it. Um, I mean, the ultimate goal of, you know, owning your finances is that um, you're living a life that um, supports what you value. It's not just so that you can earn more money. Uh, I love this story about this man who had a boat and he went out fishing and uh, this guy asked him, um, you know, why don't you buy a bigger boat so you can catch more fish? And he's like, why would I want to do that? So you can make more money. And then what, he was like, what would I do with all that money? He was like, then you can buy an even bigger boat. And he's like, why would I do that? To make even more money. And then, it, you know, it just goes on and on. And he's like, I don't need all that. Like, I'm happy with the boat I have. I love going fishing. I'm enjoying that. I don't need a bigger boat. So uh, you should ask yourself, are you merely buying a bigger boat for the sake of a bigger boat? Or is there a purpose or a meaning behind what you're doing? Uh, I think that's, that's an important question to ask you. Uh, yeah. So I think, you know, when it comes down to it, there's like a couple different categories that we give um, to our finances. And, you know, you have like your savings, maybe your emergency fund, and then you have your give like for donating to things that you value and think are important and um, can help those that are less fortunate. And then you can invest. I want to also talk about investing not only in like your future as far as finances go, like putting away money for when you retire, but also investing in yourself. I think that's something that we pass up and we think, you know, let's just put the money aside. It's like, no, no, no. If I invest in myself, what are the returns that I can get long term? Uh, so that's important to kind of keep in mind when you're, you know, thinking about where you're allocating your funds. Think about uh, would this money be better spent actually, you know, on a course, on, you know, a learning opportunity, going back to school, you name it, you know, um, that's a great use of money is reinvesting in those things um, that will help you get to where you want to go. Um, and then kind of lastly is like kind of your just fun category or those things that um, bring you joy and happiness, that Frappuccino. Um, and I thought it was really interesting. I was reading a book uh, more recently about finance and I, I didn't quite agree with the author 100% on other things. However, um, one thing that I think struck me that like that I hadn't always heard was like this idea of allocating percentages to those things that you value so that you realize that you are in control. Like no matter how much money you make or how much money, you know, you can decide what's important. So one example is like, maybe you don't care what your house looks like. Maybe you don't care if it's, you know, three bedrooms, four bedrooms, you could just do with one, you know, that's, that's 
or maybe you live in a mobile home. Like that's not your priority. So instead of spending money on a nice house, maybe you put that money towards traveling because you are very much a traveler. That's like your thing. You love traveling. So I thought that was really interesting. It's not like simply, you know, because, you know, the American dream is like you buy a house, you have a car, whatever, you know, it's, it's like you have to take uh, ownership of where you're spending your money and decide like, does this align with my values? Um, Is this where I want to be spending my money or am I just simply doing what someone else has recommended? Someone else's. Yeah. Someone else recommended. Uh, So yeah, I think that's important is like evaluate where you're spending and let's start off by just taking a look at your expenses And there's a couple of ways you can do this. Obviously, you can download your credit card statement, your bank statement, um, your debt, you know, whatever it is, um, a little statement here on credit card versus debit card. I personally, I'll say this. I love Dave Ramsey, but so far I've been okay with credit cards. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you have to make that decision yourself uh, whether a credit card is a good thing for you or not. But I think as long as you're paying it off at the balance every single month, um, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a terrible thing. Um, but I mean, hey, if you don't want to take that risk of accidentally going over, um, maybe, maybe it's best to, you know, stick to, you know, do the Dave Ramsey thing, cut up your credit cards and um, say goodbye to debt um, of, of all forms. Uh, but I think the one forgivable debt that Dave Ramsey always talks about is the mortgage. Um, and then Dave Ramsey, obviously he's a big fan of like the snowball effect where you start with your, you know, small, what is it? You go from your smallest to biggest debt. And that way you kind of get that momentum going, um, and paying it off. And yeah, I mean, what is it? The, the borrower is slave to the lender. I, I think that's what he always talks about. Um, better than I deserve. Uh, anyways, side tangent done. Um, but yeah, just like take a look at where you're spending your money. Uh, maybe take a look at your subscriptions, um, your phone plan, your memberships. Uh, because sometimes you just have them and you just forget to cancel them. I've known quite a few people that do that where they just like sign up for something and they never really use it much, you know? Um, and why, why put, give money away to, you know, something that you're not valuing or receiving value from when you could be spending it maybe on a book or, um, something more valuable to you. So maybe reevaluate that, like see where you're spending your money and like say, Hey, this doesn't align with my values. Like I, I want to, you know, change, change that. So cancel it. Um, or maybe you need to recommit. Like maybe it's your gym membership that you've just been neglecting and, and it's time, it's time to, uh, uh, go, go full force again and, and go for it. Um, but yeah, that, that's my recommendation. Uh, and, I would highly recommend searching this on YouTube or wherever you can find it. There's an SNL skit skit um, with Steve Martin. I, I just love it. Uh, and it, it, they've got this book called "Don't Buy Stuff You Can't Afford." And it's just like this hilarious back and forth. It's like, 
what if like, what if I don't have the money, but I really want it? Can I buy it? It's like, nope, you can't buy it. What if I, uh, I, I save the money? Can I buy it then? Yes, you can buy it then. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just like that practical wisdom that somehow we don't necessarily internalize uh, because oftentimes, you know, we go into debt for things that we don't really need to. Um, because like there, there's all these promises of zero dollars down, you know, it's like you're getting away like a bandit, you know, you go to these places and they're offering you basically, um, you know, time, time to, uh, to guess, pay it back. But then, um, it's important to realize that you're still on the line for that money. It's, it's not like, um, it's, it's not there. It's just, they've delayed that, uh, the, the pain of paying that, uh, one fascinating study that they've done is that those that pay with, um, with cash feel the pain more of paying for things. And I think that's one of the reasons why Dave Ramsey's a big fan of cash because cash is king. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's like, you've got to, um, realize that you don't really have unlimited funds. Um, I mean, so it's just like, where, where do you want your money to be going? And, uh, does that align with your values? Uh, so yeah, I, I, uh, encourage you to reassess where you're spending, um, your money and to kind of reevaluate. Uh, I know that I kind of quickly went through those categories was, I would say like kind of like the bigger category. So like, again, a savings emergency fund kind of thing is something that you put in maybe like a savings account. Um, it's not probably going to be earning that much necessarily because most savings accounts aren't earning much. Uh, but it's just that comfort, that padding that, you know, if something were to happen, you could go back, you know, and know that you have like, the, the goal would be to have like six months saved up. I know that Dave Ramsey's a big fan of like, as soon as like you start save like a thousand dollars, like right away, that way you've got kind of an emergency fund if something happens and then just start hitting at that debt with the rest. Um, and then the other thing is that, um, you know, you, you want to build up to like six months. Uh, and one thing that you can do that I did at one point was you can download these like cool chart things and you can color off as you go so that you can see your progress. Like you can label how many, you know, thousand that you're trying to save up. Uh, I think one that I had was like a picture of a house. And so you could like save up if you're like saving for a down payment or, you know, you're saving for emergency fund. Um, you can kind of color that in that way you can see the progress and it's not just a dollar in your bank account. Um, so yeah, highly recommend that. Other thing is like phone plans can be so, so expensive. And also phones are so expensive. Uh, consider if, if you know what you're doing, so consider buying either a used phone if you don't already have one or, um, you know, finding different ways of buying a phone. Um, I think that oftentimes the payment plans, you end up spending so much. And if you're not the kind of person that needs a new phone every year, 
you're probably going to end up losing money um, or spending more than you need to, unless that's what you want to spend your money on. And again, if it aligns with your values, go for it. Um, But to me, it's like the least that I can spend on certain things like my phone plan and get the most value. Great. I'm a big fan of visible wireless. Uh, It's kind of a a daughter to Verizon and um, visible. The beauty about it is like you can join a party. They have like instead of like a family plan, they have party pay. And so like with a party, it reduces what you spend. Um, I think once you have four people in your party, then I think it goes down to like $25 as of June 3rd, 2022. I don't know if they'll ever change the prices, but right now $25 a month and basically you get unlimited talk, text, data. And um, this is the crazy part, unlimited hotspot, which I mean, that's just insane. I don't know too many other plans, if any, that offer unlimited hotspot, let alone for $25 a month, which is amazing. So, Um, If you're looking for a plan to consider, that might be one. Granted, I will say that some people have had uh, poorer, poorer experiences with visible wireless. Uh, I think it depends a lot upon where you live in the country. I've had some great experiences and then I've also had some experiences where the speeds weren't optimal. Um, I'd be curious to test them against other carriers. Maybe it's just the area, Uh, but yeah. That's something to keep in mind. However, you know, maybe it's something worth giving a shot. If you're paying like $80 a month on your phone plan and you just don't want to do that anymore, uh, that might be one way to do it. Um, so yeah, that's just one practical way to save some money. Um, another recommendation is research into Roth IRAs. That's a great way if you're eligible for one of those uh, to set aside money. Basically, you set aside the money. And then once you t- take it out, once you, you know, retire or whatever, uh, I believe don't quote me on this. I'm, I'm not uh, a tax advisor or anything like that, but, um, tax tax free, um, which is awesome. Uh, and then other tools that you can look into is YNAB. You need a budget. Um, so yeah, YNAB is a great, it's Y-N-A-B. Great resource for just budgeting your money. Uh, I was a big fan of their uh, version that I, I started using, I think, in college. And they, I think they might still have this where it's free for students. So if you are a college student or a student, uh, you might want to look into YNAB uh, for yeah saving, saving money. And uh, the beauty about that, I think I've gone over these principles in another episode, but they have like these four rules, like where it's like you roll with the punches, you give every dollar a job, you... Um, save for a rainy day. Those, those kind of like basic principles that I don't know, it's, it's good, good mindset to have for finances. Um, so yeah, but I I actually think I kind of prefer their old version, which was kind of like an Excel sheet, but like a fancier version that kind of just made things easy. And you could import like a CSV file from your bank and stuff. It was cool. But yeah, I I'm currently using their, newer version haven't quite gotten back into the swing of things i kind of jumped off the boat once uh they switched to the cloud-based but hopefully i'll be getting back into that soon another great resource is mint just if you want to take a look at things it's not as quite as robust for budgeting i think wineab is 
probably one of the best for budgeting. I know uh, Dave Ramsey's has his every dollar, so that might be something to look into. Um, maybe just paper and pen, you know, um, Excel sheet. It doesn't have to be fancy, just something that works for you. That's that's the biggest thing. Um, and then the other biggest thing is just sticking with it and just realizing it's also just like that mental thing that you just have to get used to or set up automations where you automatically invest instead of like thinking that once that paycheck hits the bank, you've got it all. It's like, no, this amount is going towards my retirement. This amount is going towards groceries. This amount is going towards, you know, my car repairs because I know my car is going to need repairs. Uh, you name it or the, you know, the other thing is like with YNAB, you can set like a target. So let's say that you have a annual fee for, I don't know, let's say Amazon Prime. Then you can set for that date that you know you're going to spend like whatever it is, 120, 140, whatever it is. You can set that amount and it will automatically help you save that amount like each month. Um, so that that's super helpful. Um but yeah, Mint, Mint is good. It's good at like tracking stuff. I don't know if it's quite as um, good on the budgeting front, but free, which is cool. I think they have a paid version now. Haven't really looked too much into that, but hey, another option. Uh, another quick tip is like mutual funds. Um, that's kind of like a neat way. So stocks are like kind of how you can buy like an individual almost like buying part of a company in a sense, like um, buying ownership sort of of a company. And then mutual funds is like you get a bunch of those companies and then you kind of can buy like a a smaller part of all those companies. Um, So that's something, um, it kind of diversifies yourself so that you're not as, you know, if you bought, let's say all of um, one company, then that company goes, you know, down, you're not going to lose all of your money. Instead, like, like, for example, if you invested in a index fund that tracked the S&P 500, like the best 500 companies, uh, over time, although they they always say, uh, past returns do not indicate future, you know, returns or whatever it is, but, you know, so you always have to be smart about your investing and make uh, good choices, but, um, yeah, that's something to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, the mutual funds are a great way. ETFs are kind of similar. They're just a different kind of vehicle for that kind of stuff. Um, mutual funds, yeah, are pretty good. I've, I've used both mutual funds, ETFs, um, kind of prefer mutual funds a little bit. I don't know. They're kind of the same, but different if you get my drift. Um, basically ETFs, you can trade any time of the day, mutual funds. It's like, basically you enter in once a, like you can buy it and it like happens one time a day kind of deal. Um, and then there's other things that you need to know about them. Like some of them, I think they penalize you if you sell it like after a certain amount of time instead of waiting. Um, so yeah, do your homework. That's the moral of the story. Uh, do, 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 do. So yeah. And then other people that I recommend checking out if you're interested in learning more about finances is Dave Ramsey, obviously the good old Dave Ramsey, and then Mr. Money Mustache. Uh, that, that was one that I really enjoyed listening to. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that I would listen to. A book that I read uh, was about, was it Boggleheads? Basically, um, the person that made the company Vanguard, um, Boggle, some, something, his, I forget his first name, but I think his last name is Boggle, but basically, um, he's a big fan of low-cost index funds so that you don't spend a lot basically they've done a lot of research and over a long period of time low cost index funds basically outperform a lot of other options um not to say that they're always the right answer but hey they're they're they work they work uh most of the time but again future past returns don't indicate future returns whatever that is um yeah so hopefully um there was something that helped you if not um thanks for listening thank you for being part of the messy fam uh again would love to have you um subscribe follow rate review all that good stuff i started doing this um newsletter if you go to pauldittis.com and enter in your like email address um i'm sharing basically right now it's like three things that i found fascinating the week usually it's like a youtube video uh, maybe a, a ted talk or some kind of talk or um inspirational thing that i found insightful and then the other thing is a the, the podcast episode usually I, I recommend the podcast episode and then like a quote um so yeah if you're interested in getting that feel free to go to pauldittis.com and sign up sign up today Anywho's, uh, thanks so much for listening into the beautiful mess. Uh, and till next time, my friends, stay messy.